This is Cassette Tape 2. Uh, welcome to I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines. I am a ghostwriter, which means I write books for other people. And on this podcast, I record my meetings with my very interesting clients. So you, hardcore fans of the publishing industry, can learn how things work behind the scenes. This podcast is only for hardcore fans of the publishing industry. If you are a normal person or somebody with less than hardcore interest in the publishing industry, please stop listening immediately. With me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Hi, Will. Wow, you're raring to go. My gosh. I am. I am. You know what? I've decided to be happy to be here. Okay, now wait a minute. You've decided to be happy to be here. This is like a mental choice you're making? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm making a mental choice to be excited to be here. Well, you know, I really appreciate that. Some people would say that's fake and that that's shallow. Hey, you know what? Well, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. That's a tip for you, pal. Let me write that down. Sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Good advice. You know, because here's the thing, Will. Sometimes if you're feeling down, you just don a smile. Yeah, and you have a big old smile on your face right now. You just don a smile, and then it uh, starts to take. Starts to take. Your face is like, why am I smiling? Oh, because I'm happy. So you're training your brain to believe you're happy when you're clearly not. Okay, it sounds a little bit uplifting and also a little bit cynical, but I, I guess that's that's nice. Uh, Give it a shot, Will. I, you know, I can't because I quit caffeine this week, and I am in just, withdrawal. I just want to see you give a little smirk. What, meat? You want me to smile right now? Yeah, smile. All right, here I go. Uh, uh, oh. It's really forced. Yeah. Keep trying. Uh, oh. uh, you got... uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. How you feeling? Actually, better. I I can admit it worked. It worked. Yeah, it huh? worked a little bit. Yeah. Uh, now you kind of like. Yeah, okay. you feel a little silly. Right, yeah, you kind of smiling a maybe, little. Maybe things are all right. Uh, maybe things are all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You really should bleach your teeth though. Just get some bleaching trays. Thank you, Karen. Okay. White strips. Without further ado, let's let's connect our client for this week. I've never met this person before, so let's let's see how it goes. Uh, okay, I think I've connected you to the Zoom call. Are you there, Miss? Hello, hello. Oh, hello. Yes. Hi. Welcome. Uh, nice, nice to hear you. Hello? My name's Will. Yes. Hi. Hello. Nice to hear you. Uh, can you hear me? But this is Will talking. Oh, hello, William. Are you are you the man in the United States calling me? Yes, I am. We emailed a couple times. You were talking about having a book written on your behalf, and I am the potential person who's going to write that book for you. That's me. Oh, that's right. It's lovely to meet you, William. God bless you for your soul. Oh, thank you. So before, before we get, I just want to introduce my, my colleague here. This is Karen Donahue. She's a, she's a copy editor. She'll be working on this book also if you decide to go forward with this project. Oh, hello, Karen. Are they, so... They let you work along with the man on a project. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I let myself do it, and sometimes it's a mistake. <laughs> now, I see you're in a very dark paneled room. There's a lot of wood paneling behind you. There's just a little bit of sunlight coming through a window, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell us about yourself. Sorry, Karen, Oops. can you keep it down? Because I'm trying to keep this phone call a secret, you see. Oh, oh. yes. Our apologies. 
it's weird that our volume is heard on your end, but we'll definitely try to keep it quiet. Just American Americans are so loud, you can even hear them from the no, phone. I, 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 I have you. heard that. I, I have you. heard that. Yeah, you have an Irish yeah, lilt. You have an Irish lilt to you. Are you in Ireland? I am. I'm in. I'm in County Galway, um, tucked away in in the convent here, William, and S- Mother Superior. She goes by and she checks on us. So I really need to be very careful oh. about this phone call. You're a nun. Right. So you're a nun. Right. The habit kind of gave it away. Yeah. She's got like a huge habit on you her head. You look exactly so. like a nun. So I did, but I didn't want to make presumptions. I didn't know if you were a right. nun or. I mean, it's kind of hard to see because it's really dark in there. I guess they don't let you use a lot of electricity. When I'm walking on Jeez. the street, sometimes people think I'm a, a stripogram. Is that what they call it? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Stripograms. That's, that's what they're called. If people. Right. Nope. But you're a real. You're the real deal. You're the real deal. You're a real life. Um, certifiable I'm an OG, nun, I'm huh? an OG nun. Yeah, an OG, yeah. Oh, an Original OG gangster nun. nun. Wow, it's very, yeah, that's very... What's, um, um, what's your name? So Sister? my name, William, is Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's kind of a mouthful. Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. It's a lovely name. Thank you. Now you get to pick it, right? You get to pick your name when you're a nun. That's you right. pick your name. That's right, Karen. Very good. You know your stuff. You know your stuff. <laughs> what was your What was your birth name? What was your name before you were a nun? Well, my name was Amelia Smith. So mm. I thought I'd spice it up, and <laughs> yeah, you really nunned it up. I nunned you... it up a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Mary Mary Teresa Bernadette. That sounds like I I think that was a nun. Before I knew anything else about the person. Wow. Did you always want to be a nun, Sister Marisa? Marisa? Sister Mary or? Uh, Listen, I think Ka- it's just Karen. <laughs> Listen, Karen, you can call me Sister MTB if you like. Oh, for Mary Teresa Bernadette. Thanks. MTB. Okay. All right. I'll do it. Sister MTB. That's Sister MTB. Cool. That's hip. That's hip. It's pretty hip. So how long have you been a nun? So I've been a nun going on now 34 years. Oh, wow. Okay. It's quite a while, quite a while. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. So you got the calling, right? You got the calling to vocation, is that it? That's right, Karen. When I was a little girl and I was saying my prayers to baby Jesus one night (laughs) and, um, sorry, are you laughing, Karen? I just laughed. Oh, no, no, Will did. Will did. Will has a very feminine... I have a very feminine laugh, laugh and a mouse ran over my foot and it tickled me. I have a, I have an infestation problem. I'm sorry, Sister MTB. That was unrelated. Okay, William, I let that one slide. Um, I, anyway, as I was saying, baby Jesus appeared to me and in my bedroom and he told me that I should not work during my life and instead I should go to a place where I have free accommodation free food and access to horny women when I'm older. So that's what I did. Wow. wow. That's an interesting description of a nun's life. And you got this from baby Jesus? That's right. Baby Jesus told me himself. Let's just put a pin just, in that for one second. I do have a quick okay, question. Okay, go ahead. Though. I do have a quick question. So baby Jesus himself told you. Now, did he have like a man's voice or was it like a goo-goo-ga-ga kind of a voice? Was it like... An American accent? Did he have an Irish accent? Good question. Was he, did he sound like he was from Egypt? How, Real man's voice or goo-goo he, voice? Do you know what, Karen? I can't remember. It's that long ago. It's so many decades sure. ago. Right. Sure, yeah. Right. You know, it's almost as if he 
He told me without words. I yeah. kind of like planted the seed. He put the idea in your head. It's like Inception. That's how they do it. That's how they. That's how they get. Is you. that a movie? They, a film? It is a film. Yeah, it's yes, a film. it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Good film. And I do think that's how they get you. They being baby Jesus and agents of God. So, Will, were you going to ask yes. what kind of book? Yes, what Sister kind of book, Sister MTB? MTB? What, what kind of book would you like us to help you write? Oh, yes. So I was hoping that you would help me with writing a book that, shall we say, appeals to younger women that might be considering joining the nunnery, the nunhood, and uh-huh. enjoying the life that I've had. And really getting away from the corporate world and the patriarchy and finding solace and free marijuana um, along with us at the Sisters free of marijuana. Mercy here in County Galway. That's right. We, we grow it ourselves now. So, so now you're looking basically to help recruit more nuns. Have you had trouble getting enrollees? I don't know the right term. Well, since you may have heard all of the Catholic controversies, yeah. shall we say, over yes. the last few years. Sex crimes and, and hiding molestations and... Well, well, we'll let the judges decide that, but... Okay, right. Yes, I mean, it has damaged our faith, shall we say. Yes. The and reputation of the church has suffered, I think, it's fair to say. Absolutely. Quick question. Now you Very say you want to encourage. <laughs> I thank you for that. You say you want to encourage women to get away from the patriarchy by joining the nunhood. Is that right? Is that, Is that what you said, Sister you MTB? Said? Yes, I hear some cynicism in your voice. <laughs> I I think you know I can't help it. It's just the way I sound. We're Americans. There's nothing I can do. We about Americans. It. We it's just have really, trouble having faith in I anything. I just sound cynic, We apologize. Cynical. There's nothing I can do. I'm being. We're a couple of jerks. Know, being very. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just curious. Just clarifying. You're saying that you think get that away from the patriarchy. The is getting away from the patriarchy yeah. and not really becoming a cog in the wheel of it. That's just, just. That's just what we're asking. Just curious. Absolutely. We welcome all questions from, from people who are ignorant of, of, of our, our situation. Okay. Um, Thank you. I, I would say, you know, it's a real screw you to the patriarchy to, <laughs> okay. you know, kind of get away and, and be all together as women and really, you know, not need men anymore. Interesting take. True, true. True. You're living in a society of women. I mean, you you live in a you live in a colony of all women, I suppose. To the Sisters of Mercy, do they market this weed? How do you get? How yeah, do you what's move with your the dope? weed? Is it just for personal use? Do you sell it? Do you ship it out to other countries? Well, it's it's in its very early days now because weed is not actually legal here in Ireland. So I'm not sure when your episode airs or this book will come out. But really, what we're trying to do is grow our own. And, um, you know, we, we have to try it ourselves, obviously. And, of course. you know, there were there were a lot of objections from Mother Superior over whether or not we should be having drugs. And we managed to convince her through telling her that God, of course, had created marijuana. Exactly. It is natural. Exactly. It's na- it grows Great in the wild. Argument. Great argument. Natural. Yeah. God gave it to you. Smart. Smart, so you Sister convinced MTB. Her. Sister MTB, Smart. I have a question. You were saying that you have to be quiet and we need to keep our loud American voices down because you don't want Mother Superior to hear you. Is that right? What What do you think might upset her about this phone call? 
Well, you know, William, we're not really supposed to let people know what actually goes on behind closed doors, if you like, within uh, the convent. I see. So you're being a little bit. So what goes on? Yeah, so what goes, what goes on? on? So what goes what on? Happens? What goes on? Tell us. What's Why the don't you join what up you and do? you might find out? I don't oh, okay. I wish no, it. I don't think I'm gonna do that. I wish I could. So I see I'd what you're love saying. To be I see what you're doing there, Sister MTB. You may, you're making it sound really enticing. I have an amazing life. I gotta tell you that it's gonna be hard. You're gonna be hard pressed to try and get me to join this. Karen is Karen is okay. living a pretty good life. I have to say, Sister MTB. She's a wealthy lady. She has investments in several corporations. She's had a pretty wild sex life. I apologize for bringing mm-hmm. that up, but those are the facts. William, have you ever uh, met somebody very rich who's been happy? Be honest. Actually, not too, not mostly no. The the rich seem really? to be fraught with uh, worry and anxiety, and I do. Well, not not you, but I don't know you that well. Maybe it's underneath. Maybe you're hiding a storm of sadness. I mean, Karen, why would you, you know, even give your time for this this uh, ghost writing if you're so happy? Why don't you just go and Ouch. F- flounce around and waterfalls? And <laughs> yeah, stuff Karen, like that. <laughs> why don't Why don't wow. you just go flounce around in waterfalls? I'll Answer tell you question. why, Karen. You have a it. void in your life, and that void is baby <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Sister MTB is giving you a taste of my own medicine. Yeah, she's now. really going for it. She really is. She really is. You, you know what? It's not making me think at all. It's not making me think I think it is. Think I think on some level you are thinking about it. Sister MTB, I got a question. For this book, what do you think the main misconceptions are so that, you know, people who are thinking about this, what are the misconceptions that we can clear up? Because maybe they don't know what they're getting into. I'll tell you, if I think of the, if I think of a nunnery, I think of kind, you know, and I'm uneducated, so this is an uneducated thing, but I think of kind of an antiquated, quiet life of meditation, kind of lonely, sort of very, very strictly governed, and just sort of women being told to be quiet and study for their whole lives. Am I, what, what am I missing? You see, that's what Hollywood would have you believe, William. That's true. I'm a sucker for Hollywood. Whatever Hollywood tells me, I Hollywood elite, the Hollywood elite, the leftist liberal mafia, baby. I'm a sucker for them. In actual fact, these days we have Netflix. We have access to porn on our phones. My gosh. I mean, we have to sneak them in, obviously, under our habits, but we do manage to see the World Wide Web at times, and it's very exciting. You've looked at pornography, Sister MTB? I have. What, what do you think? I can't really talk about it right now because I could be overheard. But I, let's I, I just understand. say, very interesting. Um, ah, interesting in a good way. You liked you're it. You're smiling, you Sister MTB. It. You're grinning. Oh, you are grinning from ear. My face hurts from your smile. Yeah, Jeez, you a little Louise. a little blush You're in really your cheeks. It. A little blush in your cheeks. You're really into it. Gosh, I couldn't help but hear that you said earlier horny women as one of the selling points of the nunnery. You said, yeah. So you a- guys like all gather around and watch a porn together, <laughs> like a couple of sixteen-year-old boys. Is that what happens, or do you each privately like watch a little porn? Like you go into, you, yeah, you go into your little stalls like, and watch it on your own. Room. What do you mean by horny yeah, yeah, women? Yeah. What's, just, what's going on with it? That? Sounds like that's one of your fantasies, Karen. Are you sure you've never considered this seriously? <laughs> you really, you, you're making it a little enticing. 
I'm making it enticing. I'm giving it I'll some I'll be honest. Fun. One of Karen's fantasies is a group of women gather around an iPhone and look at pornography. I'm not kidding. She has said that to me before in confidence. That's one of her fantasies. I love it. Right. I'm right. going to think about that tonight. But when you think about it, William and Karen, is there anything sexier than something that's forbidden? Well, that's a good point. The forbidden true. fruit, that's the appeal true. of the forbidden fruit. Go, yeah. See, yeah. most people yeah. in America, yeah. you can run around, you can have fun, you can do what you want, and mm. you can stick things wherever you like. Whereas in <laughs> Catholic <laughs> Ireland, in my convent anyway, these things are completely forbidden and nothing makes you more excited than something like that. I'm going to ask you a very wow. personal question right now, Sister MTV, and feel free to tell me to screw off if I'm being rude. Have you had any sexual experience yourself directly since entering the nunnery? That's my own private business, William. Of course. I understand that, but <laughs> yeah. it might factor into the book if it's true. Well, I don't think you've had much sexual no, I haven't. That's true. Since, since she entered the nunnery 36 years I ago. I have not had much sexual experience. <laughs> That's true. You hear but me, But I have sister. had some. You hear me. I have, I've had my adventures. I've had my fun. <laughs> I've had my dalliances. I've explored my body. Sorry for the gross imagery, but it is true. And it's gross. It's gross. Gross, gross but true. Why don't you stand stand up? Okay, here I am standing just up. Stand Take up. a look. Well, Check it just, out. Just show the sister what we're talking about. Let me about do a little here. twirl around. I put on some pounds. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not the most statuesque man. I, I admit it. Little doughy in the middle. Take doughy. your shirt off, Will. Take my shirt off. I'm not going to take what my you're shirt working off. With. Gonna... You should. All right, I'll do it. There I go. Well, if, if you join the nunnery. You get to hide the COVID uh, extra pounds that you put on under your habit. I find it really handy. I get, you know, a, a habit would flatter my body. There's no doubt about it. That's for sure. They are flattering. If anything, gives you a waist where there never was one. That's for sure. Do you ever cinch up the outfit, like, uh, to make it a little bit more form-fitting? Is that something that's allowed? Or do you have to let that flow? We've definitely tried to do it on many occasions, and... Mother Superior is very, very strict on that subject. I think, you know, it distracts her, she says. It distracts her a lot. Distracts her? That's a, I mean, that's a very telling sentence, I think, about Mother Superior's interests and attractions. Am I what right are you, What are you implying? What are you getting at? That she's a lesbian? That she's attracted to women? That she's excited by the female form? I mean, that's why I joined. I'm assuming it's the same for her. Mm. I see. So you all kind of sleep in a dormitory. It's just like a big room with a bunch of beds. Oh, you would love that, that Karen, wouldn't you? You'd love that. She really would. That's no, that's no lie. She really would. Yeah. Why not? Hey. Karen, Karen has had sexual affairs with three-fourths of the members of The Who. I have. Ooh. I have. Even I've heard of The Who. Wow. Yeah. Well, they are probably from before you entered... Uh, oh, yeah. Convent. Yeah, from before. No, Sister Marisa Turnadette. Just you know, you, you give know you're getting me that name totally wrong. Turnadette. Is that okay with you, Karen? Just, just It's Sister Mary me. Teresa Bernadette. You said Marissa Terry. Have, have you been Turnadette. drinking, Karen? <laughs> I don't think I said that. I don't think I said that. I think you did. I don't think you I said, said that. You said Marisa. Pretty sure I didn't. Okay. Pretty sure you I said, said Marissa it right. Terry Turnadette, I think. I said Sister Marisa Turnadette. That's what her name is, right? No. Yep. Got it. Boom. Nailed it. Will, shut up. This is women's stuff. <laughs> All right, fine. You're part of the pan- All right, patriarchy. Fine. I am. You're part of the problem. Fine. Just, you know, we're trying to entice women. Young women, old women, could be a widow. I don't care. 
tell me, just like walk me through a day. Walk me through a day. What's happening up there? And make it hot. Make it good. You know what I'm saying. So, Karen, I usually tend to rise when the cock crawls. Ooh, this is, write this down, Will. Wow. What am I going to write down? She rises when the cock crawls? I rise crawls? when the cock crawls? I'm going to write it down. I don't quite know I mean, what I'm going to do with that sentence, gold. but I'll write it down. Sister MTB rises when the cock crows. I mean, I don't know how you're interpreting that, but I rise when the cock crows, and then I have a few minutes to myself in my cell where I can stretch and move around the bed. Your your cell? My cell, that's right. We each have individual cells. Oh and okay. under no circumstances are we allowed to be seen in somebody else's cell. But have you been in somebody else's cell? You you make that happen. Well, I leave that up to your imagination. My imagination (laughs) is that you definitely have. My imagination says that you have, yeah. yeah. I think you've been in several other people's cells. Oh, they all come to me, Will. (laughs) Goodness. Now I'm blushing. So they come to Sister MTB cell. But you're rising when the cock crows. You're all by yourself in the cell if you're being good, which you not always are, but I assume you are sometimes. And then what is your daily routine? Do you get stoned right away? Do you like, are you a wake and bake sort of nun? I am. I'll first get down on my knees, Will, and I'll say a few. Make it good. Make it good. (laughs) Don't lead the witness. I'll say a couple of prayers. There you go. Nice. To baby Jesus or full grown Jesus? I like to say them to the Holy Mary these days. Oh, Oh, okay. Holy Mother Mary. Mm -hmm. Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom. It's a Beatles song. Yes, we got it. So you pray to Mother Mary, the Holy Mary. Why do, why do you prefer Holy Mary and not baby Jesus or full-grown Jesus or regular God or Holy Spirit? Well, I suppose she just has it all, doesn't she? She's an air of mystique about her. She was the, the, the yeah, creator. I know the least about her. That's very yeah. true. She's she the was the creator. The Messiah. Exactly. She created the body of baby Jesus. Right? I mean, we all celebrate Jesus and God, but really it was Mary when you think about it. Yeah, true. Okay. Where would we be? There'd be no Jesus without Mary, that's for sure. Amen. People freak out when they see images of Mary, like in their sandwiches or like in the wood stain of their barn. People freak out. They come from miles around to see that image. All right, well, who cares what you have to I don't, say? I think that's incredibly relevant, what I just brought up. Sister Terry Marguerite. So now, wrong. after you've done... Your prayers. What's up? We smoke some weed. We go down. What's breakfast? Like a frittata? What do you got? Well, I like to start the day with a nice bowl of gruel with a side of a brownie. um, A hash brownie, I believe you call them. Okay. Right, right, right. Good, good, good. Yeah, hash browns. Yeah, the fried, fried mush. No. No, I think she's talking about weed in an actual chocolate brownie. Weed in a chocolate brownie or... Or like, oh, sorry, I get the mix up. Yes, hash brown, not a, 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 a brownie filled with hash. Hash brown, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so gruel and shredded potatoes. And a lovely cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> nice. Start really off with a bang, spot. yeah. Really hits the spot. Then you just kind of walk around, you go into a room and pray, you have church or something. What happens? Then you got to go work in the fields. Are you milking goats? What are you doing all day? Yeah, do you milk any goats? We do. We we have been known to milk goats, but our main source of revenue, as I mentioned to you, is now the marijuana coming in and out of South America between Galway, the port, and um, the uh, the coast of Venezuela there. So I've been uh, overseeing that. 
Oh my gosh, wow. you're overseeing wow. drug trafficking, basically, Sister MTB. You're, you're a drug lord. There's a great port in Galway. There's a really great port what in Galway. What do you mean a great port? What does that mean? They got a great port. How so? How is a port... They- Good or it's ba- great at exporting and importing. It's a it's just it exists. A delightful port. Just, it's a beautiful port. It is they a, don't give you a lot of crap. They don't check anything. What, you've they're used like, the port of this? Galway. They're like, yeah, they're like they're like uh, what is this? Crystal pewter. What do we got? What are you shipping? Peat. What is this? Wool. Wait, so you, they don't really care. They don't look that. You've had a one-on-one interaction with the dock workers of Galway and the people overseeing. Of course. Well, what do you mean? Of course. Of course. That's not normal. Of course. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah, I live in Los Angeles. My mom's from Ireland. All right. You know this. I forgot. I don't listen. You know you this. You on. I... You got to have an in. You got to have an in at the Port of Galway. You got to have an Sister in. Sister MTB, you're overseeing a major drug trade. Is that difficult to do? How much money are we talking? You're absolutely right, Karen. I must say, before I answer your question, William. Um, yes. Because we are nuns, there is an understanding that whatever we're shipping, even in large quantities, must be completely legal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. They're like, what is this? Did you make some vases? What's in here? Ceramics? Exactly. Nuns? We're just making herbs yeah. and spices to add to your food. Mm-hmm, I guess that's mm-hmm. technically true in a way. This is great. And you grow the weed in your convent and then export it to Venezuela? Correct. And that's how it gets into the U.S.? Sure. Via Venezuela? Yeah. Yes. Or are you just selling it in South America? Or you got... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I went in on this action, okay? <laughs> Karen, you're not... What's going on here? I want to see... I knew I'd get this... her in somehow. I knew I would. <laughs> okay, I do. I want in. I want in. So let me... So the Sisters of Mercy, they're shipping weed to Venezuela. Are you getting cocaine back? Or are you just getting money back? What are you guys doing? Karen, I won't huh? be as stupid enough to comment on that. <laughs> Come well, on. Well, it is being recorded, so you're, you're smart. You're smart to This to is being it. recorded. So, oh, no, dear. it's not. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But don't worry. We'll take out anything that, that, you, that bothers you. Sister Barry Tamaray. Wow. Tell so me. So far away from her real name. Tell me, you gotta tell me what's going on, huh? Who do who do you work? Right, with? I'm just let's who put a pin in that. With? You don't need to do business with Karen. She's a shark, Sister MTB. Be careful. Karen will own your business if you let her in. Let's we can come back to your business proposition in a second, Karen. Sister MTB, let's talk about the book a little bit. So we want to recruit young women to join the nunnery. So one of the points is, hey, you can. We smoke weed here. We're not as stuffy as you might think. So if you're a fan of marijuana, you're going to have access to plenty of that if you join the nunnery. That's it, exactly, William. Um, we're not. We're pretty cool. We go by our initials sometimes. You don't have to call me Mary Teresa Bernadette. You can call me MTB. I think you got her name wrong. I think I was 100% right, and you're the one who's way wrong. Her name is Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. Very good. I screwed up. I screwed up. It's hard to remember. I don't know why. Turn up Look, sometimes my own family gets it wrong, so don't don't worry Appreciate too much. That. Was your family happy that you went into the nunnery? I was a very troublesome child, so, you know, they were relieved at the time. And um, I think, you know, it's turned out well for, for me. Mm, yeah, you got an empire going. 
So you got Netflix, you got weed, yeah. you're sneaking into each other's cells all day and night. What more could you, you want? You got gruel, you got hash browns, you got a lovely cup of tea. iPhones with porn on them, did we say that? Nope, we didn't mention it, Will, but I'm glad you brought it up. iPhones with porn, so hmm. these are the selling points for a young for a young woman to enter the nunnery. But now let me just point out, Sister MTB, just, just to play... Um, devil's advocate and i'm sorry for that phrase please don't say that word okay i won't just to play the contrarian a young woman has access to all of these things without joining the nunnery i think uh you you probably have access to marijuana you definitely have access to an iphone with porn you can definitely use initials for people's names when you're outside of a nunnery pretty easily so if i want to make a good argument in this book i think we're gonna have to do better to to get them in I mean, those are good things that might let them know they will be happy if they go in, but there's there's no reason to go in. That's a very good point, William. But with the rising rents and the housing crisis, uh, really, you know, this would be a case of free accommodation and free food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're really, really pushing the free accommodation. The economical, free food. yeah. I mean, hey. So this could be an angle. This could be an angle instead of having to move back in with your parents and listen, you know, have them yell at you about what a failure you are. You could go here, maybe make them proud. Maybe they'd be happy. And people aren't going to bother you that much. Right. No one's harping on you to I mean, go do this. Go in do America, that. we don't have health care and there's not really good unemployment benefits. So joining a nunnery could be a good option. Absolutely. You'd have a lot of your economic problems taken care of. You pick all the weed by hand? Well, look, I can speak to you later, Karen, about the ins and outs. But if you'd like to uh, invest in 49% of the, the stocks and shares, I could talk to you about that. I'd like that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. She's not about. looking that's for controlling interest. She just wants a financial stake. Yeah, I just want a piece of the pie. Look, and hey, if you know, I can get in there, maybe help you process it, maybe help you with packaging. I, you know, I have some great tips on warehouses in the area that we can, you know, send. I don't know if you're... Are you hiding it in statues? Because that's kind of... Okay, I'm just going to tell Karen to back off right now because she's really trying to move in on your business. Let me ask... I have a delicate question to ask you, Sister MTB. Do you have, in the Sisters of Mercy, a favored companion or a special friend or a partner or somebody that you click with especially? I do, Will. I do, actually. Because the reason I bring this up is if we tell the story of you and your companion, that might entice women to join, to know that that's a possibility for their future. Because I think coupling up is awfully important to many people. And one of the sort of daunting aspects of becoming a nun is you're, I mean, what I'm always told is you're married to God. And so that sounds kind of lonely. But if we tell your story of being able to connect with somebody, that could be an enticing story. True, true. True. You hear a lot about this, we're married to God, look, I got a ring, I'm married to God. It makes no sense to anyone. And we're trying to tell people they're going to get away from the patriarchy to come into this And they're going to have an intimate relationship that's fulfilling. Well, one thing we can tell them, they can pray to Holy Mary. They don't have to pray to Jesus, so we'll make that clear. True. You don't True. have to be praying to a man all day. I didn't think about that. I think you're, you're really, you're making some very good points here. And I can, I feel I could trust you with this book. And to put some oh, shape on it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd be honored. Wow. Well, I can't believe you're 
You're going to trust Will with this book. Look, Karen always tries to talk the client out of working with me. Please do not I just, listen to her. Look, look, Sister Barry Trinidad, I just want to say you haven't had a lot of real world experience, okay? In the real world out here, Will is kind of a loser. Not true. Okay? Not true. He doesn't always follow through on things. He Not true. Doesn't, you know, you you might not get the best product. I just no, want to I am I an excellent writer. I want to I want to just want to put that I don't out know there. why. I'm not arguing that. L- listen, Karen, I got that. one of the young nuns to Google your name and you have some sh- skeletons in the closet yourself, Karen Donahue. It's true. She really does. I do. I do. I'm skeletons in, in the closet, out of the closet, closet. laying all around the and room. It sounds like they're sounds like they're coming home to roost right now. Oh boy! Was there any one skeleton in particular that you found? Come out of the closet, Karen. That's what I'm saying. Come over to Galway. <laughs> Bring your New uh-huh. York know-how and your street wiseness, and help us to turn this little business into a worldwide commercial venture. Hey, this is going to be a conglomerate. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Sisters of Mercy, Merciful Buds, this is going to take off. This is going to be, you're going to be worldwide. I am happy to come help you guys out. I'll invest some money. I'll give you some tips. Some I'll, I'll oversee the operation. I don't know. I could be there. I could come, come there, stay for about two months, get it up and running, help you out. And you're going to see profits like you wouldn't believe. Okay. And you're going to want to stay once you've slept with a couple of the women. So it's it's good for everyone involved. It really got laid out there in that sentence. I think come out of the closet and join the nunnery is not a bad chapter title, at least, and possibly a book title. I think it's a great book title. Come well. out of the closet and join the nunnery by yeah. Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. Or Sister Terry Turnadette. Might be good to have a pseudonym, actually, so that the so that the mother superior doesn't know you read the book, actually. It might be good to have a pseudonym. Oh, thank you for looking out for my interests, William. You're right. Maybe Sister Terry Turnadette is what we should say for the author's name, even though that's not your actual name, but that might be good for your identity. Sister Mary, I think we have enough information for Karen and I to go and have a little meeting ourselves, and then if you don't mind, we'll call you tomorrow with some follow-up questions. Would that be all is right? Is it easy to sneak out and get on the call is that fine for you um well i've paid um one of the young nuns to distract uh, mother superior by wearing very very tight fishing clothes uh, her habit so um that should keep keep her off my my scent for a couple of hours uh, what kind of time are you talking uh, i'll say tomorrow 9 a.m your time 9 a.m okay after my prayers i'll do that yes <laughs> All right, so we'll... And after your gruel. And my gruel. All right, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Sister Mary. We'll talk to you then. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. All right, cassette tape three. This is a meeting with myself and Karen Donahue. Ugh, my head is pounding. This caffeine, I, I, I really miss coffee right now.
Okay. Sorry. You want some Advil? I don't know why you're. You want some Advil? You want some? I'd aspirin? love some Advil. I don't know what I you want. I want some ibuprofen. Okay. You can always stop at the store and buy yourself some it. ibuprofen. I'm sorry, I just was. You can always get it yourself. I was late meeting you here, and I I didn't want to be more late. I had to ride my bike here because my car got repossessed again. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't make the payments on it. I shouldn't have got a Tesla. I can't afford. I shouldn't. You know, I'm leasing this Tesla. And you I can't definitely it. should not have gotten a Tesla. It's more than my budget allows. You're not a Tesla guy. Yes, I am. You look more like a. You look like a million bucks. This this smile unhappy thing is really doing you right. Wow, I feel great. You know, my posture changed. Yeah, I you're just standing up straight uplifted. as a rod. I honestly feel like before the Earth, you know, gravity was pulling me down. But it's my spine that holds me up. And so I just rely on that. Okay. I just rest on my spine. I guess that's insightful. I don't know if that actually said anything, but it sounds inspiring, so. Will, you think that you have to do all this work to be upright, uh-huh. right? You think you have to I've never hold your that. head up high and throw your shoulders back okay, and yeah. stand up straight yeah. and lift from the waist right. and and do all this stuff, right? You're really kind of you're really like pulling up your shoulders to kind of get you to stand up straight. Will, it's your spine that keeps you erect. Your spine's keeping you straight. I think this might have been something that I realized already. I'm not sure this is a huge epiphany for me, Karen. I th- it's your spine that keeps you up right. I think I knew that having good posture meant keeping your spine straight. I don't, I don't know if I need to go through a spiritual... It's your spine working against gravity. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was evolution. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm just really trying to buy shipping containers here. It's, what do you mean you're trying to buy shipping uh, containers? Like empty ones? Yeah, I need a bunch of shipping containers to get this weed out of Galway. Wait a minute, you're going forward with some pot deal? 100%. Well, are you working with Sister MTB, or is this something you're just doing on your own? It's practically a done deal. Oh, so you're, you're doing it on your call. own, hoping that you make a deal with her is what's happening. She said I could have 49% interest, which I will. I don't know if that was a done deal. She seemed maybe... This in- is a done deal. It, if somebody made Mention something, Will. You have to act like it's already closed. I think that is success. She was way your more spine interested. Keeps you up. Your spine keeps you up, mm-hmm. and act like it's closed. I think she was more interested in you joining the nunnery and sleeping with a bunch of nuns. I think is what was being heavily Which hinted I'll at. I'll do. I'll do whatever it takes to get in on this deal, Will. You have to be willing to make sacrifices to be successful in this world. Don't sound like a your sacrifice. Your spine Sounds keeps fun. you up. Act like it's closed. Willing to make sacrifices, Will. Okay, I'll, I'll write it all down. My head's killing me. Maybe I'll take these used ones. You know why your head's killing you? No. You're trying to use your head to keep you upright. It's not the caffeine. That's not what I'm doing. You, trying like, to use my head to keep me upright. What are you yes. talking about? You're like pushing your head up to the heavens. No, I'm not. I'm just what are you I just walking. I don't know what you mean. I'm not pushing my Ugh, head anywhere. You're walking all wrong. Haven't you ever done the Alexander technique? I've never heard of that. I don't know what you're talking Ugh. about. My God. Well, Google it. I won't. Go- I Google refuse it. to Google. I'll bing it. All right, cassette tape four. I will write your book. This is a meeting with Karen Donahue and Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. Sister Mary, how are you? You look. You look. You look well. Oh, I'm very good. Well, I had a great night's sleep after our chat yesterday. It gave me a lot of fantasy ideas. What do you mean by that? What are you referring to when you say fantasy ideas? Well, you know, the thought that, um, you know, I could have a number one New York Times bestseller. Yes. Okay, that's a good thought to have. And I think it's very possible. I think this is going to be an enticing book that people will be really intrigued by. I I just want to, I just don't want you to be disappointed. 
Oh, yeah. I just don't want you to be disappointed. Sister Mary, so what, really keep your, what Karen's keep doing your is, expectations yeah. low. Karen is keep going to tell you that I am bad really and low. the book will be bad and it'll be a failure. That's not true. Number one bestseller in New York Times. I don't know about that, but it, I can say for sure that it will be a success. And you seem like an eloquent woman, an educated woman. You got all that time on your hands there. I, I tell you, Karen, I, I get off on men doing work for me. Ooh, I like that. I love it. I um, I like it too, Sister Barry. I like it too. I will be at your service. I will be working on your behalf. You will be my employer in this contract. Uh, and I will be serving you. So, yeah, if that if if you're happy to have a man under your power, that is what's happening. Now, sister, I I'm just going to say I bought some shipping containers cuz I feel like we're hitting it off and we're just going to this thing's really going to take off. And I can actually get you in uh, at the Port of Newark, which is New Jersey, which is right next to New York City. Okay, if you go into New York City port, it's uh, they ask a lot of questions. Newark, not so much. They mostly deal with chemicals, hazardous chemi- chemicals. So I can get you a whole new route, too. I can throw that in. I'll invest some money. I'll come out there, help you with the operation. What do you? Ken, what are you doing right now? Closing the deal, Will. What do you think I'm doing? I just stay out of this woman's business, okay? Let the nunnery sell. She pot. wants me in the business. I, she wants Sister me in Mary, the business. Sister Mary, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with this. Karen is very hot to be part of your drug business. She thinks there's money to be made. She wants a piece. I promise you, there's money to be made. I promise you, you will want for nothing. Gruel by the bushelful. Listen, uh, Karen, I'm very appreciative of uh, your expertise and advice, and we will certainly welcome you uh, for a nice cup of tea here in Galway to chat about the potential business we could do together. But you would have to hold up your side of the deal. And, and my side? And my side is? Well... I'm gonna ha- I'll, I'll spend a few months there having sex with all you ladies? Well, if that's what you want. That, is that my side? If that's side? what you want to do, I won't stop you. Great. Because, you know, where we left our conversation off yesterday, I felt like we're this is definitely happening, right? I felt like we both agreed. Well, Karen, I had a good night's sleep last night. And, um, you know, I have to make sure that, you know, I do the best by the convent. You understand? Of course. Of course I understand that. Of course. And that's what you're doing. You're making the best decision for you, for the nuns, for Mother Mary, the whole the whole shebang. This is the best possible decision that you could ever make. Well, what do you think, William? I'm. I stay away from her, Sister MTB. She 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 will somehow end up owning this convent. I will. Will. Yeah. I will rip your head off and shit down your throat. It's not necessary. Shut your fucking mouth. That right is now. not shut necessary. Your fucking mouth. Right now. I'm just now. telling you, Sister shut Mary. Your mouth right now. She's a Don't powerful businesswoman. And she's merciless. Karen, You're I'll the tell you this. Of mercy. Karen, if you can mm. say my whole name right now, I will absolutely do a deal with you. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. I can do this. You've heard it many times. I've, I've done it. I've said it the whole time. You've never said it right. I've been saying it the whole time. You've said it wrong, worse every time. I've been saying it the whole time. You don't know how to say her name. Sister? 
that's not doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. You have to say it out loud. I said it. No, you mumble. You have to loud. say it so that she can hear you. I said it. I've been saying it the whole time. Sister, did you hear what she just said? I've been saying it. The I whole haven't time. heard my name being said by her. Okay. Sister, I just want to tell you this. These okay? are fake tears. These are fake tears. <laughs> I. You know, growing up here, you know, I'm not saying this is you, okay, but uh, I went to Catholic school, okay? We had a lot of nuts, and they weren't as kind as you, and I know you're kind. I look at you, and I see your kind face, and I see your kind eyes. Oh, my, you're shameless. Okay, and, but they weren't kind. They weren't kind. They would beat me and hit me. Goodness. And, um, you know, they said that I was always misbehaving in class and talking in class. And I wasn't. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was Nancy Dowd who was the big talker. She was always talking. And she was always lifting up her skirt, showing everyone her panties. Not me. It wasn't me. So if I seem like I have trouble saying your name, sister, it's only because I'm so traumatized by all of the nuns from my childhood and I I want that to change. I want to change that and I want to come there. I want to come there and I want to believe again in nuns and Mary the virgin that we all know and love and I I, I want to do that. I want to I want to do that. Get this woman an Oscar statue, because that is the yeah. worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she sees right oh, through I you. I get a winner for being the worst. Karen, I'm around <laughs> women all Oscar. the time. We know your type. I know I'm around yeah. crying women all the time. Yeah, you can't fool Sister Mary. They do a lot of crying. Don't put that in the book. Well, don't put that the in the The women book. are crying all the time. I'm putting it in. All right. Well, you know what? It's very cathartic to cry all the time. Yeah, that's right. Sister Mary, I got to ask, will you help us answer an email? We have a, we get emails in this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Sister Mary Teresa Bernadette. Boom. Nailed it. I'm coming there for your operation. I'm going to cut you out. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm going to take you down. You're not going to do anything. Say goodbye. Say goodbye <laughs> to your big weed empire, sister. You're not going to be able to do it. All right. We get emails at this podcast. Our email is book at willhines.net, B-O-O-K at W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S dot net. You don't need to spell it. And so we uh, answer those emails now. And these are from hardcore fans of the publishing industry. Sister Mary, if you don't mind, you can uh, help us answer this. This is kind of a long one, everybody. So so buckle up. Dear sir or madam. Okay, that's weird. It's to me. I represent Hamilton, Lipson, and Bush a firm handling the estate of one Will Hines, 1970 to 2019, that's my name, that's weird, on behalf of his family, Jerome, Ann, Lori, Kevin, Brian, and James. Sadly, Mr. Will Hines died in tax year 2019 of a fatal blow to the mouth after daring a magician to punch him during a show at the world-famous Los Angeles Magic Club, The Magic Castle. Mm. That's weird. I'm not dead, but this thing is saying I'm dead. However, it has come to our attention that one Mr. Will Hines, a Virgo, has continued to haunt the Los Angeles publishing community. Perhaps not coincidentally, he had recently been rejected from several publishing houses for his book proposal, Do You Believe in Magic? I Don't, The Will Hines Story, which is primarily about his relentless taunting of professional magicians. He is now passing himself off as a professional writer who can aid others in successfully writing their own books despite being dead. 
Due to Mr. Hines' refusal to move on to the next stage of the decadent journey, his heirs find themselves in an awkward position. They're unable to access his paltry wealth, less than two million, to set up a bird sanctuary and move on with their lives. We kindly ask that Mr. Hines deal with his shit. Best a lawyer. All right, that's the email. It's basically saying that I'm dead and that I'm refusing to accept that I'm dead. And by, a lot. and by doing so, hurting my heirs. Had a lot of information right there. My birth year, about half the members of my family, but not all. So, uh, Sister Mary, here's the thing. Several people email this podcast and they say that I am dead. And that's because I refer to myself as a ghost author. Ghost author is a slang term that just means I write a book and I don't give credit. So I'm like a ghost. But people who listen to this podcast mistake, think I'm really a ghost and write in emails accusing me of being dead like this person. Karen, your thoughts? Well, I do want to say it makes a lot of sense if you died in 2019 because this podcast started after that. Mm -hmm. So that would make a lot of sense to me, first of all. I'm not dead. Secondly, getting punched in the mouth. It sounds like something you would have done, like a Houdini, you know, like Houdini died by getting punched to the gut, and you would have been like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm better than Houdini. I dare you to punch me in the mouth. I am better than Houdini, but I would not get punched in the mouth by a stupid magician because I'd be smarter than them. Sounds like you hate magicians. I do. Sounds like you. Now, here's the other thing. Do you think, you know, Sister Ranjini is your guide? Is your spirit guide? No, I don't think so. I think she's a client. She's a client who wants a book written. I do not think she's here to guide me to the afterworld. Why would a nun from a convent in Galway. Because I'm an excellent ghostwriter. Because I'm an excellent ghostwriter. In in a living world, in a real living world. My reputation precedes me, and it attracts interesting clients. That's why, Karen. I am not dead. Sister Mary, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I think it's very bad to speak ill of the dead, Will, and um, I'm confused now. Um... I suppose we do see a lot of ghosts around the convent all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite uh-huh. used to them. You know, I wouldn't be scared of them. Right. I do think you may confuse people when you call yourself a ghostwriter. That definitely has happened. For sure, I've confused people. Absolutely. But there's a reason why he's doing that. It's because he's a ghost. There has to be. It's this, It's that simple. I, I, I'll accept that if I were a ghost, it does explain a lot of things that are weird about my life. But another explanation to my life is just that I'm a good writer who gets clients. That is also a good explanation for my life. So Mm. I would say that I am alive and I'm an excellent writer. And whoever this lawyer is who emailed me has to get over it and stop waiting for me to accept that I'm dead because I'm not dead. Sister, how can he move on to the spirit world? If I were a ghost trapped, how would I move on to the spirit world? Well, I, I think, you know, like that film we're allowed to watch in the convent, It's a Wonderful Life. I think you would have to correct things and think back on your life. And, you know, if you did a really good job with my book and got it to number one, I think, you know, you'd get a special place in heaven. OK, well, ghost or not, I'm going to be writing a great book for Sister Mary. I'll tell you that. Mm. And if I'm alive, I will reap some material profits and credit. Um, Not credit, but uh, reputation in the ghostwriting world. And if I'm dead, I will move on to heaven. So win-win for me. You can be as rich and miserable as Karen is now soon. That'd be my goal. Um, well, pretty soon, pretty soon I'm not going to be miserable because I'm coming to that convent and I'm going to sleep with every single one of you. Well, that's all I wanted. And then, I'm delighted. Well, don't worry. I'll do it. 
And then I am going to steal that empire out from under you. I'm going to do it. That's what they all say. But then they're just in ecstasy with all the orgasms and they never really try. They just relax and enjoy. So it's straight up as a bunch of lesbians in this nunnery. Is that what's happening? Like just a bunch of horny lesbians? Am I being crass here? Am I wrong? I mean, well, we would not be, you know, closed off to considering men if that's what you identify yourself as. I do identify as a man. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not what the letter said, dear sir or madam. And well, the the letter was just was just not being presumptuous. Oh, okay. Sister Mary, thank you so much for being on our show. I'll get this book uh, over to you, Tune Sweet. Give me seven days. Seven days. That's um the time that our Lord took to to build the world. Yep. And that's how much time I'm going to take to write your book about a bunch of horny women selling weed in a convent. And I'll be there tomorrow. All right, everybody, that's another episode of I Will Write Your Book. Thanks for listening. My name's Will Hines. I played a character named Will Hines. Uh, I'd like to promote my other podcast, which is called Screw. We're just going to talk about comics. That's uh, where me and my brother Kevin talk about comic books. I think you'll know if you're interested in that. It's a pretty accurate description of what we deal with. So please listen if you're interested. Uh, also, we do take emails on this podcast, book at willhines.net. If you have any questions for our for Will or Karen or any of our clients or just, just the idea of writing books, let us know. Uh, Pam, would you like to go next? Sure, Pam Murphy. I played Karen Donahue as per usual. Always tweeting, always gramming. Murphy, please, on both platforms. Hey, if you like this podcast, like, subscribe, tell your friends. I like that for your plugs you promote this podcast. I really do. It's helpful. <laughs> uh, Emily. I'm Emily O'Callaghan. I also would like to endorse this podcast <laughs> and also my club in Dublin, Ireland called Comedy Gold Club on Instagram and my own personal Instagram is at M-O-C-A-L-L-Y uh, Yes, I met uh, I took a trip to Dublin a year and a half ago and I met a bunch of great uh, Irish comedians and I have been exploiting my friendships with them to have them come on these podcasts and do spots and Emily's one of them I got to do a, a spot at Comedy Gold and it was just really fun with a bunch of great comics and it was a, a lovely night so um, I'm so pleased to virtually see you again Emily thanks for being on the show you too Will thank you so much and thank you Pam thank you bye everybody goodbye bye Hi, Adam Peacock from My Neighbors Are Dead here. Each week on My Neighbors Are Dead, I talk to the tertiary characters real and imagined from your favorite horror films. But this summer, we're doing something different. We are taking you to the northern woods of Michigan, all the way up to Whitlow Lake, to bring you the original tale of the My Neighbors Are Dead summer camp massacre. We're bringing back some fan favorites of the show as we try to piece together through interviews with survivors, witnesses, and with any luck, the killer Chad himself. We're going to try to piece together exactly what the hell happened up there at Camp Willow Lake. It starts June 22nd and it runs all summer long. That's the My Neighbors Are Dead Summer Camp Massacre. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.